When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and I'm Steve at your service on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. That didn't work. No. No, I'll but just this say. does. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. <laughs> and Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Ooh. Where to begin? Where to begin? I know we've got to get to Kelly Clarkson. Oh, Kelly Clarkson. Uh, uh, um, oh, hey. sorry about that. I was talking to the engineer. Listen, it's Don, right. you don't have to apologize for anything for the rest of the year. There are like 80 engineers moving in and out, and we're working with television signals yeah, and radio right. signals. It's, it's all good. I'm and ready. as you mentioned, there's like two people working here today. Yeah, it's like, all good. It's all good. And they're both Dawn. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and three people today. What's up? We've got this Kelly Clarkson song. I've all got right. it ready for you. All right, all right so here's the situation. We listened to it a little bit during uh, at 9.30. You but, guys did. Yeah, yeah we, nobody, no, heard nobody on radio heard it. Donna and I heard it, and uh, the television audience, where when we were simulcasting on Minnesota Live on Channel 5, they all heard it. But for those who didn't, you're like, What's going on with this conversation? Kelly Clarkson's new album comes out October 15th, and the new single has already been dropped called Christmas Isn't Canceled, Just You. Presumably, <laughs> maybe, I don't know if this is like a post-divorce song or what, or just sort of a typical generic Christmas breakup song, but we think it kind of bops. Take a listen. Love it. I think I it's catchy. It's fun. Yeah. I, I think it's good, and it's Kelly... Can't go wrong. I think it's here to stay. I think that might be one that's that's here to stay. That's I think that you're right about that. It sounds it sounds cool. Um, and listen, I guess I do love a good breakup song around Christmas because <laughs> one of my favorite songs is "Last Christmas," and that's a breakup song. Oh yeah, "Last Christmas" I gave you my heart, but the very next well, day you gave it away. And I I have this nostalgic feeling when I hear songs like that because. I remember being like in my 20s and, you know, having recently broken up with someone or they're not calling me back. And you've got this bittersweet feeling of Christmas. And I I think it's good to have, you know, a variety of Christmas songs. I think so, too. It's not just about opening presents, guys. Okay. It's not all about the mistletoe. It's about heartbreak. Chris Stapleton's going to be on this album, too. Yes. On this Christmas album. I bet those two will sound really good together. Merry Christmas, Baby is going to be another song here. Good one. Uh, how about Merry Christmas to the one I used to know? I think that's an original. Uh, Glow is going to be the song featuring Chris Stapleton. That'll be cool. He is doing a version of Santa Baby. Uh, let's
let's see. Oh, Ariana Grande, her uh, her fellow voice co-star. Oh, yeah. Jo- voice judge is going to be on it. Oh, she is doing her version of Last Christmas. And God love you, Kelly, but I'm not going to listen to it because the only version of Last Christmas is the original version of Last I, Christmas. I have to say, I have not heard a cover song from Kelly Clarkson yet that I haven't liked. Every time she does someone else's song, I'm like, whoa, just when you think the song can't get any better. It couldn't happen with Last Christmas, because what's beautiful about the song Last Christmas is how how decidedly 80s it is in its vibe. And I don't want it too modernized. I want the synthesizer to be present all throughout the song. I don't want a lot of vocal See, runs. Just give it a chance. She, a lot of times she doesn't oversing. You know, she undersings. Oftentimes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Yeah. Uh, I have other music news to share with you. October 12th, you said, right? October 15th. 15th, sorry. Um, apparently, Billie Eilish lost 100,000 followers when she showed her boobs. So, a lot of people were seriously invested in the Billie Eilish who wore baggy clothes and didn't express her sexuality. So much so that they abandoned her when she showed some skin in that photo shoot that she did earlier this year where I think she looks amazing. Mm. Um, she said, I lost 100,000 followers just because of the boobs. People are scared of big boobs. You're not even supposed to really know who you are until you're at least my age or older. I am the same person. I'm not just different Barbies with different heads. Okay. Um, I have feelings. All right. I want to hear your feelings, Don. And I think it's because she was so adamant before <laughs> about announcing to the world who I am is someone who will absolutely not mm-hmm. let record companies or people sexualize me. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that is where I wear, I choose to wear these baggy clothes. And we were like, good for you it as a like teenager. A it sounded like a real counter-cultural message that was going to be her forever. And then all of a sudden, she is nearly nude every time you see her. And it's confusing because I think people really respected her for that other standpoint. Mm-hmm. And people are just confused. And then she yells at us for being confused. I do think she has a right to change her mind. Like who she was at 18 may not be who she is at 21 or at 20. It sure is a complete 180. You can't. I I know what you're saying. You can't have such conviction and, and drill that home, hammer that, you know, in people's minds. And then the next day you're like. And here are my boobs. Well, you can, but now you see the fallout from yes. it, right? And so, and I think that you're both right at the same time. Two things can be true together, which is she's got the right to change her opinion, and she really is causing her followers and fans to have whiplash because they latched on to this first countercultural right. uh, anti-female sexual objectification and I me- loved it. idea. Yeah, and it was really cool. And so, and power to the people, too. That is totally, like, you know... This I like this so much more than canceling. If you're a fan of someone's and you don't like what they're doing anymore, you can always unfollow, and that's a that's cool. Absolutely, you get that right. That's true. Um, Madonna gave her two cents in this same article that was in Elle magazine, and I kind of agree with what she says. She said the problem is we live in a very sexist world where women are put into categories. You're either in the virgin category or the whore category. And she said women should be able to portray themselves any way they want to. If Billy were a man, nobody would be writing about this. 
I don't think that's true. Mm-mm. I mean, I th- I think that there are sh- shards of truth. I see truth shards in in <laughs> that w- women ha- have always been held to a different, much more unfair standard regarding uh, objectification and all that kind of stuff. But the I think that Madonna's oversimplifying this because to Don's point, Billy was outspoken about covering up and here's why. And so if there was a, a guy who took the, the same hard-lined approach to that topic and then was on the cover of something in a Speedo or whatever, sure. there'd be some backlash. Maybe not as bad. I would give Madonna that much room. But just to say that nobody would say anything, I think that oversimplifies the yeah. conversation. It, it kind of uh, is telling you to erase everything she said before. Like if she if she never said anything about wearing baggy clothes then and what her choice matter. was, then we would be like, wow, she's such a, you know, she's really transformed into a different looking artist. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't know. But is that it's, her look all the time now? Is she not in baggy clothes anymore? Because I, I guess I haven't seen any performances. Well, it's and if if I'm no prude, that's totally fine. I don't care. It's if just she she, she's to do sending that. mixed messages. Yeah, it's just that don't mm. I don't like the whole be with me on this mountain because mm. we're gonna fight the man and we're gonna fight all those people that sexualized Britney Spears and all this stuff mm. and then Christina Aguilera, yeah, all that. Yeah, and then go, What? I wanna show my boobs now. Accept it. Like, okay, I'll just walk away from you completely. How about yeah. that? I hear you. And there you go. Again. And I'm not in the demographic, so it doesn't matter. Back to the power of the people, right? <laughs> you got it, buddy. Uh, when we come back, we got a little food news Okay, coming your way. You used to have to uh, travel to Ireland to actually get inside of this place. Now there are two different spots that are opening here in the United States. I'll explain. Bennigan's. Donna. What? When we come back, we'll get into that. Some food news next on Donna and Steve. We're back. Hey, good morning. Donna and Steve, Friday edition of our show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, and sometimes food news. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. Yeah, girl. Very funny thing to say, Donna. Thank you. I practiced it before we went on the air. You used to kind of have to go to Ireland. Not kind of, you did. If you wanted to go to a Guinness tap room, you had to go to Ireland. Why are you sabotaging my story? <laughs> we were we were supposed to talk about food here. What's going on? Is it the one about the zoo? Yeah. We got an email. Excuse us. We got an email that was very funny. And we were talking about these gorillas who were expressing their love for one another mm-hmm. um, at a zoo. And we mm-hmm. let you listen to some of the audio. Lori sent in an email and said, I have a zoo story. When my son was quite young, we were at Bambi Land. Oh, I didn't see this one. And a male goat was, quote unquote, behind the female goat. And my son said, look, they're playing leapfrog. <laughs> <laughs> I saw bison doing that in South Dakota. Really? Yeah, like the one bison was like, he basically had smoke coming out of his nostrils. And he was like, getting all up in the business of the lady bison and he was like oh yeah and smoke coming out of him and i was like i can't deal with these two right now right outside my window oh so this email uh says gorilla hoo-hahs are small like the size of a tootsie roll two of the orangutans at the san diego zoo have no shame and do it at the window all the time wow thanks Teresa. 
I uh, we digress. I'm sorry. And I, I was on a safari in the Maasai Mara in Kenya. Oh, really? I mean, it's really cute Hold that on. you guys went to like Homo <laughs> yeah. Zoo and everything. That's great. But um, yeah, so I was <laughs> on a safari in the Maasai Mara. Yes. And that was when I saw two lions. I've told you this before. Two lions. First of all, spotting the lions on a safari is rare. And oh. it was, uh, they were mating. And it was, it was wild to see as a 17-year-old boy. You're just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. This, you know, remember that song? And they do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. It felt like you were seeing, like, oh my gosh, this is aggressive. But then there was a beauty to it as well. You know, it's nature. What do you think? Storks are dropping off baby lions? Right. We've got to grow up here. Okay. Also, saw vultures ripping apart the leftover remains of some animal, maybe a hyena, just ripping apart its intestines. Also true. Okay. Anyway, back to Ireland. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, there is a uh, second Guinness U.S. tap room. It's going to be opening in Chicago. Not too far. Some people make the trip out to Chicago. So if you're planning a little road trip at some point, uh, Guinness just picked Chicago for their second United States tap room. It'll be at the Fulton Market. Full service oh. restaurant. Uh, they're going to have all sorts of pub grub that you can get there as well. But Chicago, awfully excited to have been picked. Guinness had previously opened a Baltimore facility in 2018, and they do make some exclusive beers there. I know at the at the Guinness joint in Ireland, they show you specifically how to pour the perfect pint of Guinness, and it's a very... Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's a fun experience for if you're old school and still do the Guinness thing. Because there was a while where Guinness was the darkest, heaviest, Thickest beer that you could drink. It's almost chunky. No, but it's not. Now with all of the stouts that they've come out with, it's child's play by comparison. But you remember in the Guinness Tall Can, they would have this, I think it's a nitrous oxide ball situation in there. So there is a ball. Does that mean smoke is coming out of it? No, no, no. Uh, (laughs) Not like a dry ice thing. Okay. It was a ball that would rattle around. So at the end of your Guinness, you could rattle it around and be like a noisemaker. Um, I think they sell that? those, right? And you put it in your freezer instead of using ice because the ice is going to water down your drink. I don't think it's an ice thing. It's not. No. Okay, Steve is doing his research right um, now. Do you remember what? It's a weird thing. It's the uh, the the widget. It's a nitrogen. The world famous Guinness widget uses an ingenious nitrogen filled capsule that surges with bubbles when the ring is opened replicating the uh the draft experience hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson rain wilson amor tolls you name it they come they share new episodes of you are what you read drop every tuesday on apple spotify or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hmm. Cool. Thank you for your time. Yeah. Are you Whoa. done? What's going on with the view right now? Oh, there's only two people at the table. That's how it is here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's basically representing everyone's us. on vacation. Are we all supposed sick. to be on vacation right now? Because there oh, are no. two people at the view. Normally, they cram five people in, and they're still at the giant, giant table. That's weird. They should do like a Last Supper kind of spoof on that table. <laughs> don't you think it'd be cool? I don't know. Oh. Who's going to play people. Jesus? Yeah, Who's going to be Jesus? It can't be Joy. Joy. No, it can't Sh- be. Well, Who's she? Jesus? Jesus? <laughs> she's Jewish. <laughs> Jesus okay. was Jewish. Do you know right. she's like 80 years old? She just strikes me as a bit more cantankerous than Jesus came across. <laughs> If I may. Mm-hmm. It's 2021 Jazzus. Let's see how old Jazzus. How old is she? She's 78. That's incredible. I remember what? when I found out mm-hmm. year, years ago, you know, and since obviously he has sadly passed, but I remember when I found out while he was still on the show that Regis Philbin was 75 and I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I just could not believe it. You know, he got that job at Live with Kelly uh, or Regis and Kathy Lee at the time, and he was like 50. Like, think, he kind of got his big break. Yeah. He had a bunch of other smaller successes sure, prior to. But that's amazing. Think to get a full, like, you consider yourself on the, on the casino tour. Yeah. Donna, yeah. imagine if you got the biggest, brightest, best gig of your career next year. I got it right now. I love it. I know, right? <laughs> Anyway, uh, is there something else? Oh, the Crock-Pot turns 50 this week. Happy Which, birthday. Happy birthday to the Crock-Pot. Donna, you... I've only used the Crock-Pot maybe three times. I don't know what to cook. If anybody has a good recipe for the Crock-Pot... Too bad there's not the internet. <laughs> I wish you could type in something like best Crock-Pot recipe or easiest Crock-Pot recipe. Mm-hmm. I can't. I even have a cookbook that my next-door neighbor too. Susie I have gave me. a Crock-Pot me. recipe cookbook. Yeah, me too. We should, Dawn, we should have like a little uh, crock off. You want to do a crock off? Yeah. Oh. There are 9 million results that come up if you just type in easiest crock pot recipe. And then it takes you right to 30 easy crock pot recipes. I try to duplicate. That you can prep in 20 minutes or less. I'm going to link this up just for kids. Yeah, it's okay. obsolete now because we have an Instant Pot that does everything. I don't like the Instant I don't, Pot. I don't, yeah, it's I don't quicker. Like it. I don't like it. It's too noisy. It seems like it's oh. going to explode. Someone's going to die from an Instant Pot someday. I don't like it. Okay. Crock off. Isn't that a vodka? Probably not. Crock off. <laughs> it is. You're, you're doing like a Russian crock Yeah, it's crock off. Crock off. Yes. Crack off. Crock off. I would like a crock off. With Sprite. Uh, no, I want it uh, on the rocks. Crock off on the rocks. No. <laughs> I want to crock off martini. All right, oh. I'm going to go. Uh, anyway, that's all we have time for right now. Sorry, Dawn had a, a Jägermeister and Chowder Fest is happening in Denver. Which is absolutely disgusting. Oh. Chowder. 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 Think, Chowder and Jägermeister Fest. Like together. Yes, Jägermeister and Chowder. No. Uh, Jägermeister's Because if you have too much of it, guess what happens? Ew. Jäger yep. Chowder. All right. Chowdermeister. Won't be heading to Denver. Uh, when we come back, we'll play a game. It's called the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. You can play too. Give us a call right now. Yes, you. 651 641 10 
1071. If my parents are in the car, give us a call. All right. We need a caller, you guys. What are you doing? 651-641-1071. We need a caller. First person to call. You get to play the game. It's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And we're giving away some fabulous prizes. Yes, only if you win, though. That means you need to pick the right person who you think is going to win, represents you, and uh, then you are a big fat Jerry winner. Go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. DJ Rock Donster. Uh, This is going to be the classic showdown. Me versus Donna. Who can come out on top? I believe we ended up... Did we get a caller? We did, we yes. We got a caller contestant. All right. Who do we have on the line here? We have Matt on the line with us right now. Hey, Hi, Matt. Matt, how are you? Hey. Good. Finally got... Been trying to get through to you guys all week for this. You have? Oh, well, listen, man. You are going to be disappointed. Your expectations <laughs> are too high for this experience, and you're going to be bummed out. Uh, but you'll have a chance to bet on me or bet on Donna, bet on the right person. You're going to win a great prize. But first, we will find out what our topic du jour is. Don? Yeah, uh, since it is National Punctuation Day, <laughs> bands or artists with punctuation in mm. their names. Wow. I'm going wow. to list the artist or band's most played song on Spotify, and you tell me their name. Love this. Mm, okay. I'm going to go with Steve on yes. this one. Just okay. on my show of confidence alone. Okay. All righty. Donna's going to head out, and then, uh, Matt, it'll be you and me, and we'll turn you down during the game, and then you will have a chance to come back in and uh, and correct some of my answers, but hopefully we're going to win. I have a really good feeling about this. Are you ready, Matt? Good. Good. Okay. All right. Once again, this is uh, bands or artists with punctuation in their names. I'm going to list the artist or band's most played song on Spotify. You tell me their name. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. The timer will start after I ask the first question. Just zip it, Matt, in the background and tell the answers, and we'll get your help after. All right? Okay. Okay. Question number one. 2013 song, Just Give Me a Reason. Question two, the 1984 song, Last Christmas. Oh, my word. I was just talking about this. Who sings that? Punctuation, George Michael. Okay. The 2012 song, We Are Young. 2000 what song? Mm-hmm. 2000 what? One. 2000, uh, 12, 12. 12. Oh, God. Uh, we are young. All right, Matt. Uh, we're going to need you on all three of these. Yes, all right? I'm going to read them again oh, because the last okay. one I screwed up and said 2001 that instead of 12. Okay, 2013 song, Just Give Me a Reason. Okay, that's pink. Okay. Do you, yeah. You're good with that, hopefully. No, we're looking for punctuation in the name of this Yeah, music. doesn't she do her little the she, eye? Isn't her she, eye upside down? Uh, exclamation. We'll yeah. try it. All right, we'll go with that. Yeah, all do right. that, Steve. Sure. Okay. <laughs> The 1984 song, Last Christmas. That's Wham. Okay. Come on, Steve. Uh, sorry. Uh-huh. I know. I went George Michael. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. The 2000... And then I... 
The next one you're no not, idea not sure. who the last one is. Okay, I'll read it again though for you, Matt. The 2012 song "We Are Young." Yeah, I don't know who that is. Love the song, just don't know who does it. Well, oh wait, me. I know who does. We are young. That is the song you're singing it. Exclamation point. I'm going to go O-O-H exclamation point. All right, I'm going to get Donna. Okay, great. Wow, I don't think that's right. <laughs> Donna. Hey. Hello. We think Donna might have been cheating, but oh. it's okay. We'll let it slide. We'll let it slide. Your cologne smells like pot. Okay, I think she's diverting the topic of her possibly cheating <laughs> to mentioning. I wasn't. I was talking to Hannah, I swear. Okay. All right. Um, Donna, once again, are you uh, ready to play this? This is uh, bands or artists with punctuation in their names. Yes. So I'm going to tell you the song, and you tell me the name of the band. Okay. Okay? Yes. Timer will start after I ask the first question. Here we go. The 2013 song, Just Give Me a Reason. You want the artist? Yes. That's Tracy Chapman. Okay. 2000 or the 1984 song Last Christmas. Wham exclamation point. Okay. The 2012 song We Are Young. We are young. Oh, Pat what year? No, 2012. Oh, I almost said Pat Benatar. We are young. We are young. I don't know that song. 38 special. 38 special. Final answer. Okay. Sure, why not? Hey, you know what? At least that one has a little punctuation in it. Are you suggesting Tracy Chapman didn't? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe it was Tracy period Chapman. Tracy I know. Give Chapman. me one reason to her up. Okay. Isn't that Tracy Chapman? Give me one good reason. Yeah, but that's not that song. This is a 2013 song, Give Just Give Me a Reason. Oh. And um, Matt, helping Steve, said pink. Time. Her eye is an exclamation point, if you Woo! didn't know. So that is correct. Nice, Matt. All Suck right. it, Donna. Woo! The second one you both got right. Last Christmas is by Wham! with an exclamation Exclamation point! I needed and Matt's Matt help helped her with that. Her, I'll take it. <laughs> that one too. Yes, queen. <laughs> and then uh, the 2012 song "We Are Young." Um, you guys said "oh" with an exclamation oh. mark. Yeah, like, uh, oh. Donna said 38 special. <laughs> um, and <laughs> it, the answer is fun. Period. Fun. Oh, period. Gosh. Not oh exclamation point. Oh. No. So did you guys win? Yeah, you got yeah. two. Yeah. I got one. You guys, do you want to do the tiebreaker just because he put some audio in here? Yes, let's okay. do it. That's let's always fun. fun. Okay, here we go. This song is from 2018. Here we go. Oh, <laughs> Oh, I like Steve, these guys. Fall Out Boy. Chemical yeah. Romance. My Chemicals. Oh, guys, you're so close with either of those. I'm not close or I am close. You, you guys are so close with oh, both of those. What was the first thing I said? Just fall another out. one. Fall Out. No. Fall. Uh, Imagine Dragons! No. Exclamation point. Fall Out Boys. <laughs> keep going. Fall Out. My Chemical Romance. The keep going. Chemi- my Chemical. My Chemical Fall Out Boy. My Chemical boy. Breakout. <laughs> uh, dang it. My. You need a vino for that. My chemical, my Matt. Do you Matt, know Matt? Go Pan- Panic at the Disco. Yes! Nice. Oh my gosh, you got it. That's 
great, oh Matt. Matt, you destroyed this game. You were great. You really were. And Couldn't we... have done it without you, Steve. Aww. Mathematically, that's not true. But congratulations either way. Way to go. Should we uh, Should we give him uh, yeah. My Name is Polly Murray screening tickets? Yeah, that sounds good to me. So you just won um, a screening, a virtual screening code to watch this movie. My Name is Polly Murray. Um, September 28th is when you can watch this. Um, nice. It's going to be released on Prime Video on October 1st. Congratulations, Matthew. Way to go, Matt. Well, thank you, guys. You finally made it through and you actually won. And you won. Thank you so much for listening, Matt. We appreciate it. Stay on the line. Don will get your information. Okay, okay though. I know. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Time for bye-bye. a tip. What? Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Okay, here's the sitch. I saw this and thought this has got to be legit because it's a military trick. And it's supposed to be able to help you fall asleep in two minutes. I have my doubts. I, too, have my doubts. But I've done something like this before. Oh, did it work? No, not in the way that they say it will, but I think it's a good practice. Okay, so first of all, this is mostly meant for airplanes and long car rides, okay? But it could work in bed, too. It's all about relaxing muscles one at a time, and here are the four steps. Okay. Number one, relax in your seat or in your bed. If you're sitting, you want both feet flat on the ground, your hands in your lap. Then take slow, deep breaths. Focus on relaxing every muscle in your face. I would like you to change how you're delivering it. I would like some music to go with it. No. But all right, fine. Yeah. Let your forehead, cheeks, mouth, and jaw go limp. Okay, so play dead. Oh, I like this. You're going to look real stupid if anyone's watching. Then relax your upper body. Okay. You let your shoulders drop. You relax your neck. You start with your dominant side. Then you let your biceps, forearms, hands, and fingers relax. Then you do it with your lower body. Tell your thighs to relax. Relax, thighs. Then move down to your calves, your ankles, your feet, one leg at a time. Then clear your mind for 10 seconds. Just like meditation. Focus on your breathing. You should be asleep by now or close to it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, yeah, no, I don't think but so either. <laughs> I've done it before where it is a guided uh, tutorial of it's the process of flexing your muscles and then consciously relaxing them. And then you work it up the body, down the body, and then you fully relax. And it works really well if you're laying in bed because you can easily flex your thighs, your calves, triceps, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Can I tell you, I almost, almost had what would have been the best massage experience of my life last night. Oh, really? So I had a little crick in my neck the last couple of days, and I decided to stop off at Eden Prairie Center. Went and got a, a massage. Now, I didn't do it in the corridor. It wasn't a corridor massage, even though I love getting massage right next to a calendar kiosk. But this time I was in their room. So this guy is like massaging. I was like, yeah, my neck and back. So he's massaging me. I was the only person in there, Donna. No other customers. And then suddenly I feel something hot go in the small of my back. And I was like, 
did that guy just put that on my back? I thought he's doing my upper back right now. But I feel now this heating pad on my lower back. And then someone else, another massage therapist, starts massaging my feet. I don't so like this tag I teaming. I love mm, this I tag teaming. Know. You usually have to pay extra for that at a massage place where they do like a, a dual massage because then your whole body's getting massaged at the same time. And then oh. about 30 seconds in, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to be so great. I'm getting like two massages in one. Do you let them touch your feet? She didn't even ask. She just started rubbing my feet. I was laying face down and it was awesome. And Are then you I, clothed? Yes. Ding dong. And then customers flooded in and I got 30 seconds of a two-person massage. Oh, she did about 30 seconds on my left foot, which is why it seems super relaxed today. And then nothing else. You're dragging it. He's dragging it. Yeah. (laughs) And it ended. All right. Good to know. Congratulations on a lovely massage. Thanks, Donna. You got it, buddy boo. Uh, When we come back on the Donna and Steve show, Don McLean, are you getting excited for this this movie about Princess Diana? Oh, my God. With Kristen Stewart? Yes. I want to hear. We will. We'll get to hear the new trailer, right? To see yes. how she really does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In terms of mimicking the distinctive accent of Princess Diana, we'll get into that when we come back. It is Donna and Steve. You're listening to my talk. Hey. Oh, wow. hey. Good morning. Welcome back, Donna and Steve, on my talk 107.1 Everything Entertainment. Um, I'm getting a little excited. Not the hugest fan of Kristen Stewart, but. <sighs> I think I might become a huge fan. She just is a melancholy uh, type of character herself. You know, I just think in general. She's shy. um, She's shy. She has just sort of a, you know, a teen angst thing going on, I think, from Twilight. It just sort of settled in her soul. (laughs) Um, She doesn't try too hard to make you think that she's happy. (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) true. And that fits Diana perfectly because she was so sad. So that's why I think this was the best casting ever. I can't tell it's Kristen Stewart when you look at really? her. I really can't. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily look super like Diana. Um, I mean, it's not like a, a spitting image, but it is. I mean, the wigs help a lot, and she doesn't look like Kristen Stewart anymore. Um, I don't even know who the rest of the cast is. It all comes down down to you can do a good madame tussauds wax figure situation here where it looks like the person but you could look spot on the wigs could do a lot if when you open your mouth you don't mm-hmm. sound like a person that people know very well that ruins it all so. yeah yeah but the thing is is that she nails this well and the thing about this movie too it's not completely accurate um mm. it's it's basically a reimagining of what might have happened at this holiday weekend with Prince Charles's family. Mm-hmm. Um, can we listen to it? Yeah, let's bit? listen to it. I would, uh, if you guys want to watch along, it'll help you. With okay. Where, who is speaking? Right when. from the top? Yep. We're going to talk. We're going to see. Um, we're going to first hear the queen complaining that she is not there yet. Kick. Is she here yet? Not yet, ma'am, no. Then she's late. Yes, she is late. 
Highness. Mummy. <laughs> Family are all gathered in the drawing room. They are waiting. serious about you. So stand very still and smile a lot. Oh. They know everything. They don't. Mummy, what happened to make you so sad? Well, here, in this house, there is no future. The past and the present are the same thing. to do things that you hate. You hate? There has to be two of you. It's the real one <laughs> and the one they take pictures of. Diana, for the good of the country. For the country. Ugh. That looks intriguing. I am, I, oh, it just makes my heart hurt. I know it. I never get over it. It's just so awful that this, she, I never not feel something. I really feel like, what did the, what did Megan and Harry call the, the business, the, the firm, the firm, if they would have just let Charles marry who he wanted to, who he was in love with, this poor woman wouldn't have been tormented like this. It's just so awful. She loves a guy who doesn't love her, has mm-hmm. kids with him. It's just awful. Yeah. Well, to your original point, Don, she does a nice job, Kristen Stewart, yeah, from what we does. see in yeah, that trailer. For sure. if, if you've had all these thoughts about her and you still see her as Bella in Twilight, oh. it is it is very, very different. You know, she did a turn as Joan Jett, which I remember her really becoming Joan yeah, Jett. She was good. As well. Um so what do we do? When do we? Uh, November fifth is when that's going to be in theaters. Yeah, Aww. that'll be interesting. By the way, um, now unrelated, we were talking about the view, Dawn, and you were saying it's like everybody took off there, just like everybody took off here. Aww. So then I go on Twitter, and here's what happened: um, Sunny and Anna, two of the hosts of the show, were asked to leave the ABC studio midway through the show. Because they both tested positive for COVID. Oh, I thought when we first turned the TV on, we turned it on in our studio because of we did a, a hit with um, Chris and Megan over at Minnesota Live. And I thought the first time I saw it, there were a bunch of people at the table. And then yeah. when you said, wow, there's only two people at the table, what mm-hmm. happened? And I was like, I could have sworn that there was a lot of people there. Yeah. Wow. Great. Hmm. So... Oh, let me let me see. I'm going to see if I can actually um, get us this. I am going to. Oh, I'm going to send you this. Don. Yeah. I'll put it in our grid so we can hear. There's the audio oh, of them walking out. Let me see if I can put this here. See if that works for you, Don. I just put it there in the oh, gridular. Sure. The gridular. Um, this, <laughs> this is the moment when. And forgive me, I don't know their last names. I don't know these the, the whole cast of characters at go. The View. Sonny and Anna being asked to leave ABC Studio live on The View this morning. Oh. Two of you to step off for a second. Okay. 
Anna and and uh, and, and we're going to bring you back later. Have to okay. leave. Yeah. Yes. And we'll tell you why. More information later. It's a tease. We'll tell you why in a couple of minutes. So shall I introduce the vice president? Yes. Okay. So vice president. <laughs> no, do we want to hear this too? Yeah. Let's keep dance? Let's do a tap dance. Let's do a tap dance. <laughs> This is going to be a major news story any minute now. Yeah. What happened is that uh, Sonny and Anna both apparently tested positive for COVID. No matter how hard we try, uh, these things happen. They probably have a breakthrough case, and they'll be okay, I'm sure, because they're both vaccinated up the wazoo. You know, a lot yeah. of vaccines. Mm. So, um... Does that help to get it up the wazoo? Yep, that's where I got mine. <laughs> Thank you, Joy. They said that. you want it in your Don't arm? Worry. Yeah. And or I said, up like, the wazoo. I'd like to, I thought you talking about Dr. Bliss. <laughs> up the wazoo it went. I love that that's how she's talking to the vice president. So oh, then that's yeah. that's what happens there with, uh, and then they bring in Vice President Kamala Harris, who they're now talking to on The View, but an active day over there, and you never know. And So it sounds like they had asked them to leave, and then they thought they had the vice president there ready, and then they didn't. So then they had to uh, you know, sort of kick that can down the road. We had that yesterday. We were supposed to be speaking with Trisha Yearwood on Twin Cities Live, and we were set to talk there via Zoom, and then we just keep hearing we're waiting on Trisha. Still no Trisha. Hmm. And then we just go to commercial, and then during commercial, we've got Trisha. So she's got a new cookbook coming up. I don't oh, know, cool. Yeah. She's lovely. She was lovely. Like she was her. lovely. Uh, Dawn, what is this news that we see what? about, um, is it RuPaul's Drag Race? Oh, yes. is this the UK version, right? It is the UK version, but you guys, everybody is crazy for the UK version. Um, it just came out yesterday. This is the third season. And what's different about it is that, um, the Queens are, well, they were a little less polished. Um, but now they're getting more and more you know, glamorous and really trying to keep up, I think, with the U, uh, the U.S. version. So there is a there is a uh, queen on there that's actually a woman. OK, so she's an ab an AFAB queen. Her name is Victoria Stone and she the AFAB stands for assigned female at birth. OK, so. OK. Got it. She's not transitioning. She's not transgender. She's just simply a woman. Born a woman. And still is a woman. She just loves to do drag. And she fits in perfectly. Wow. She was uh, up for, she basically got second place in the first episode as far as tying for, they had to battle it out with a lip sync. But uh, she's really competing. I mean, she's really up there. And I really love it because it's just, you know, drag is not something that you can define just in one category. It's really opening up to transgender uh, people and all people who want to participate. And that's what the community is all about. Oh, that's very cool. Being open and saying that you are everyone's accepted here. So, you know, she really legitimately has been doing drag for three years. And so. This is awesome. Well, I I loved RuPaul's uh, Emmy acceptance speech and just said, you know, yeah, come to us. You know, no, you're there's welcome. A good, there's a place for you. Yeah. Does RuPaul host this the one? UK version as well? Yes. He didn't before, but this year he is. Okay. Yep. Very cool. we got to take a break, but we're going to come back. Dawn's going to have a dirt alert. And then we've got uh, a couple of kid-like stories to share with you. One has to do with a children's show. One has to do with a Muppet movie. When we come right back on my talk.